Hi, I'm Lydia. And I'm Ryan. And we are Two, Two Gingers, Gingers on, on the Run. Run. Join us on a series of wild expeditions by motorcycle. This season, we're exploring Scotland. Let's ride. I can't feel my toes when I'm with you. And I'm frozen. Yeah, I'm frozen. Are you still feeling cold? It's fine. My boots are wet. And the wind is like a wetted knife, as they say. Yeah, this is not a good place to get wet. No. I'm, I'm gonna go take shelter in the lambing barn. Bye! This is one of those things that I love about riding motorcycles. You have a destination in mind, and then along the way, something catches your eye, and you take a turn, and the destination doesn't really matter anymore. A few minutes ago, Lydia honked at me and pointed to a driveway, and we just pulled in. She ran up to me and said, there's baby lambs inside. And she just went inside of the barn to follow up and see what's going on. Yeah. We're listening to Linda talk to some visitors about her special breed of lambs. Linda is in her late 50s. She lives alone at the edge of this prehistoric windswept rock called Sky. And she reminds me a lot of my mom. Yeah? How, how so? Ah, it's just this embodiment of vigorous motherly energy. <laughs> it's, it's kind of in her blood though, right? She, Linda said she moved to Sky when she was 17. Uh, her dad was a shepherd. She wanted her kids to have the same childhood experiences. Yeah, I want to have those childhood experiences. Um, and she's told us a lot of incredible stories. There was one about a sheep that got too good of a mother, so good that she broke her lamb's leg in an attempt to get it to drink more milk. She told us about lambs that drown in their sacks of amniotic fluid because there's no one there to break them out. And she's just started telling a story about a little black lamb. I mean, these lambs must be 10 days old now, and she's had a head, I've had a head tied up for days so the lambs can go in and drink without uh, turning, you know, and, and hitting them. I've had her on a halter. It, it doesn't make any and she just will not take that black lamb. So it'll go on the bottle. I'm going to make a pain today and I'll put this one in and the, I'll take the black one off her because she's, she's not going to take it. She's, um, she has decided that. She doesn't want it, and that's all it's to it. The only thing I haven't tried is with her with a dog. Um, I can put her outside and put the dog onto her, and she might protect them. Oh, you know, yeah. sometimes it just takes a short, sharp shock for them yeah. to realize, you know, I've got to protect these guys. Ah, oh, a short, sharp shock. That is Guantanamo-esque. Is that an okay reference to make? I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. that was intense. I have a very strong love for her. I want her to be the grandma of my children. What? <laughs> I mean... What? You want her to be your mother? Well, no. I mean, I, I have a mother, and she's very much like my mother. And mom, if you're listening, <laughs> don't feel challenged. I just think she reminded me a lot of you. You want to take her home? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I would like her and my mother to be able to hang out. They'd be friends. And something about her voice and lambs are just, like, the lambs are pretty cool. Yeah. You you like them even though one just pooped all over you. Yeah, but, I mean, it only pooped all over me because it thought I was its mother. It was abandoned. Oh. 
poor, poor sad lamb, just wandering around, following you around the barn. Yeah, and pooping. Um, so uh, where are we headed next? Um, so Coral Beach sounds amazing, but I'm starving. So I feel like we should get the heck off Sky and head out to dinner. That'd be good. Let's go. So we're sitting in a hotel bar and we're eating some pretty tasty food. Um, the drive over was gorgeous, but also freaking cold. Uh, what was your favorite part of today's ride so far? I mean, uh, Neast Point was majestic. Yeah, it really was. It was unreal. Yeah. Um, and they all kind of built up too. I remember as we were driving in, and we got more and more view of the coastline. It was just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it was unreal. There was this open green grass field and the far left of it, you saw the ocean. Yeah, it felt like you could just fall off the edge of the earth. And as you got closer and closer to the point, uh, these sheer cliffs started to appear inch by inch. And you saw more and more of these sheer cliffs. And, and then you realize that it was like a thousand foot drop and it was like, it went miles down. Um, I mean, I don't know how tall it was, but. And then you get there and you don't even get the full scope of it until you walk out on this little peninsula and look back. It was very like Lord of the Rings-esque, right? It was yeah. like the elf land or whatever. It felt like there was some wizardry yeah. that created this place. <laughs> wizardry afoot. Yeah. Um, but what was your favorite part? Oh man, I think I think my favorite part of today's ride was probably uh, driving over the sky bridge and just looking left and seeing those that like chain of islands that seemed like dozens of islands and just all kind of silhouetted in this like white evening light and those dark blue-gray clouds and you could see in some spots there was rain coming down in the distance and it was just such this it was like such a dramatic and stunning scene um, and to see it from so high up on that bridge with nothing impeding the view um, was just it was sky and island and ocean and just like really spectacular um, and there were a ton of amazing views today but yeah I think that was that was probably my fave just visually Okay, uh, what was your least favorite? Oh man, well, my least favorite was your favorite, which is being out on Nice Point. Uh, not being able to feel my toes because I was so freaking cold. Uh, note to self on future trips, waterproofing gear. Um, and I thought, you know, what, whatever, it's fine, I'll dry out. And my jeans did dry out actually by the time we left Linda's place, which was great. And so did my jacket. We enjoyed that kind of sunny drive after we left Linda's. Um, but leather dries out a little more slowly and that's what my boots are made of. Um, and then we hit that rainstorm and it was freaking freezing out there all over again. Um, so that was my challenge today, just weather. And it started at Neast Point. Uh, but the ride here, beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's been kind of amazing to me the degree to which you've just been grinning and bearing the weather. Um, because your gear is pretty much just regular old pants and regular old boots. And the rain is is hitting us probably five times a day. Yeah. So, or maybe, you know, 
probably closer to like 10. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and it's not like small rain. These yeah. are those big drops. <laughs> yeah, I have some comments on that. Um, so your femoral artery runs through, do you have two femoral, you have two femoral arteries, right? I, you must. Don't ask me. Anyway, so your femoral arteries run through your groin, and today it's been raining, just like ice water just pools in this little lake between like my crotch and the seat, and I'm pretty sure the blood in my femoral artery turned into like a strawberry icy, um, mm. just like ice and blood. It was no longer even really fluid running through my veins. So I just took my left hand off the clutch and just covered my freaking groin, trying to warm up my hand and everything else, and it worked a little bit. Um, so yeah, for most of the day, I've just been driving with one hand, screaming Civil War helmets, Civil oh War songs in my helmets. You're so weird. <laughs> like, so the marching songs of the Civil War soldiers, um, the Northern soldiers, of course, um, that I learned when I was a child, um, really just pump me up and like <laughs> they buoy my spirits so i'm like i'm singing like fighting for uncle abe and like a whole line of songs um yeah and so and then i was also singing this song from a, a movie called follow me boys which is about a bunch of boy scouts who are learning how to be tough and yeah so basically i sang all the rousing like pseudo military songs i could get my brain on to keep myself cheerful and so I've, I'm like ending the day in a really good mood, even though I was freezing my tail off all day. Um, you just can't focus on the weather. Well, um, you know, I, I really appreciate how you've just driven through the rain. And, and <laughs> you know, one of the reasons I don't usually travel with anybody else is because I'm the type, I think, just to grin and bear it, it's worth it to me. Um, I do like to complain. <laughs> I complain a ton, but I don't stop. I just yeah. keep going. And um, and I don't even know if it's true that most people, you know, wouldn't wouldn't keep going. But the image I have in my head is that, you know, if you travel with somebody else, um, they're usually not going to be comfortable in the environments that I'm in. Um, and usually whatever you're doing in that uncomfortable state, you know, driving around Scotland when it's just coming down pouring rain is is freaking cool yeah. <laughs> you know i love it I, I really like feeling the place um and that discomfort kind of exaggerates the beauty uh improves the experience you know you really have to uh appreciate it and engage with it totally and we've been through all kinds of weather on this trip um like i saw thunderstorms in the forecast all day uh, then I looked out and it was, you know, out the window and it was sunny. Uh, we, but we did go through like hail and sleet yesterday. Um, and it was painful too. Uh, and, and you know, the hail was, or the sleet was uh, painful and it was freezing outside. And my instinct honestly was to be like, well, let's just hole up and work on the podcast and drink some tea and be comfortable. But you were like, nope, we're going. And so, I mean, I was glad that that you pushed because I think all the adventures that you've driven us on so far have been really good. Like um, Neast Point and just that little side trip we took down the path um, past that old abandoned church. Um, yeah, so like my instinct may be uh, to be a little more comfortable than uh, you like to be, but I do appreciate that you push me out of my comfort zone. And, you know, once I'm there and, and uncomfortable and enjoying and totally engaging, like I'm, I'm fine. Um, so I wouldn't normally put myself there. 
but that's, you know, what I like about traveling with you um, is that we end up in unexpected places and we always have a great time. So, well, I, I, I love I love taking all the credit <laughs> <laughs> for this. I feel like you have these stories about who I am and <laughs> and, you know, confirmation bias is working for me here. Um, yeah, I don't know that this any of these adventures is really a result of my personality characteristics, but I'll take the credit. Uh, take it all. Yeah. And and it also helps that I've got much better <laughs> clothes than you. <laughs> like, I am not getting wet. I've got waterproof boots, waterproof pants. Um, I've got a jacket. Nice. Um, Lucky boy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I... I I've done some trips in the past through some really cold places without the right gear, and I guess I've kind of learned my lesson. Um, and I, I don't think I did a very good job of telling you, uh, hey, prepare for this. <laughs> this is what you need. I kind of just assume that it's intuitive. Um, that's not a strong point for me, preparation. Mm. <laughs> uh, but, but you know, what, what were you thinking? <laughs> You decided because I know we had a conversation about waterproof pants. Yeah, I mean, two things. One, I was already going on a work trip, so I didn't want to take a lot of gear. Two, I just thought, you know, black jeans are just way cooler than like bulky snow pants or whatever you would ride. Armored, bulky snow pants. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Interesting decision making criteria. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> my, my ego is definitely at play here. And so I, I f happily accept a level of discomfort to satisfy my ego, but I'm really just saying that for this trip because in the future I'll definitely bring waterproof gear and more layers. Yeah, and and speaking of ego, I think there's a lot for me to learn about um, how to help, how to plan and help people that are coming with me plan. Mm, tell me more. I mean, I, I, I want to give myself a break here because I really love that feeling of, of not really having too much of a plan. Um, and leaving it open so that you can investigate whatever side roads you want to end up on. We've had so many amazing adventures, um, you know, Linda included. When you just see a sign or, or a road that you've got a good feeling about and you're not in a rush, you don't have a target. And, and, and I do appreciate the planning you did before we came here because it gives us some kind of outline on where we need to go. And, and I've also found that if we don't have a plan, it's, it gets really cold. <laughs> it gets really expensive. So true. Um, so I, th I think it's been good that you've been picking some places to go. Um, they're all pretty reasonable distances, you know, so we're not having to push it too hard. Yeah. Um, and you know, some people might look at our trip and our itinerary and say, wow, you guys aren't carrying, covering very much ground every day. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, you know, the things we're doing, the people we're talking to and the experiences we're having are solid yeah. and it's, it's a balance of, of planning and, and freedom. Totally. Like we've had a couple of golden experiences at least every day. And I, I totally appreciate the way you travel. I think, you know, obviously there's some tension in the first days because I was concerned we weren't actually going to get anywhere on this trip. And I came here to like see some stuff. Um, but I also realized that my first instinct, which is to drive hard and like knock out X, Y, and Z is a very kind of performance oriented way of traveling. And I was you know, wrestling with trying to accommodate what I perceived as your interest and also wanting to see the things that I came here to see, like 
really the two biggies for me were Lafroig um, and the Isle of Skye and really getting to dig in and see the island. And now that we've done both of those things, I'm like, cool. Um, and the first couple of days were probably too hardcore. And I think, you know, my dedication to this plan that I had in mind caused some conflict. Uh, but today's been pretty chill. So I think it's been a really nice blend. And I think having a couple of targets and just leaving the rest up in the air is a really good uh, way to go. Yeah, and I think the bike introduces an opportunity that a lot of people miss when they travel. You know, when you don't have a clear destination, you just literally are open to going anywhere. And weird things happen when you get off the path. Uh, and we've done a little bit of it, and uh, I definitely think we could have stayed at Linda's place today. A hundred percent, you wanted to. But I did. I, you know, I didn't say anything. I was, I was good with driving on. She had mentioned harvesting peat from a peat marsh nearby, and I, I thought that would have been wild to, to go do that with her. But you know, I, I think the direction we're heading is is amazing, and uh, it would have been a really cold ride if we hadn't <laughs> so have left when we did. And, and speaking of relaxed approach, I feel like, you know, we've been here for a while now. It's cozy, it's fun, but we've also still got a little bit, I think like another two miles to go tonight. Yeah, and it seems like we don't really know <laughs> like, where we're going, but we're going to go feel it out. Yeah. And then we're going to hit a place called Apple Cross tomorrow, which is supposed to just be world-class riding. Uh, beautiful views and stuff. Tons of switchbacks. I can't wait. Yeah, let's go. Thanks for listening to the third episode. On the next episode, we'll talk traveling with friends and share our stories about how places connect us to the people we've loved and lost. For pictures, blogs, and access to all episodes, visit twogingersonthebrunt.com. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and write us a recommendation if you like what you hear.